Hello, this is Renee, and welcome to my podcast. Please visit www.reneesjackson.com and take a look at my books as well as my beliefs in God and learn a little bit more about me. If you are in an abusive relationship, please pray to God to guide you out safely. I don't care who you are listening to me. Ask God to guide you out safely as he did me. Today I want to warn those that are listening to me. I try to tell everybody that does listen to me that I learn from experience things that happen in my life, things that are still happening in my life, that I trust God totally and completely. And I learned to do this when no one else was around. And I was sad about that because you would think, well, you'll get some friends, they'll hang around. Oh, you can have a significant other in your life, and that's that significant other that's hurting you. Or you can try to talk to some of your family members that are not so close by. As long as it's not their fight, they don't care. Not saying your family, I'm talking about my own. Not long ago, I wound up in a sticky situation that I didn't think was good. But I thank God for discernment. God gives us these warning flags and signs that people choose to ignore or think it's not really happening. This uneasiness in the stomach, this weird feeling in the heart, your mind conjuring up all kinds of thoughts. We know evil is everywhere. And one thing evil wants to do is destroy our mind and take our focus off what God really has for us. I'm kind of down about this because I'm praying to God. I don't have to give my listeners a warning to watch out for certain people. Narcissists, angry, bitter, resentful, jealous, hatred. All of these qualities are in people that can catch you off guard. All these qualities are in people that want to destroy you or either don't want to see you happy. If you know someone that's angry and upset with you, bitter, jealous, whatever, and then all of a sudden they start treating you nice. Sometimes we could say uh, God is changing them and and that is great because God can change people. But I tell my family, keep your eyes and your ears open and just listen to these people when they're talking to you. Trust the discernment that God has given you. Listen to them and watch them when they think you're not watching them. There's something behind the eyes. No emotions. No fear. Just all of these negative qualities Not even qualities. I don't know what to call them. And if they haven't been nice to you, but all of a sudden they are nice. Why don't you come into my house? Come visit me. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Or they're 
a persona is a little different or a little off. Something you haven't seen before. People can change, but what are they changing for? Are they changing to be better? Are they only changing to trick you? I'm not ashamed to say I've been in that circumstance more than one time. But I'm thankful to God that he has blessed me with discernment to read people, to listen to people. Always be on your guard and don't trust them 100%. We shouldn't have to live like that. Always looking behind our back or worried or scared or bothered. But I'm thankful to God I was not scared, but I was concerned that something wasn't right. Trust the instincts that God has given you to be even safer. We all want to live. We all want to do better. We all want to prosper. We all want to be happy. Living in this world full of so much evil. But we still have to believe in our hearts. That God is more than the whole world against us. We still have to believe in our hearts. That comes from Psalm 91. Because we love him and we know him. He will rescue us. I hear the scripture all the time that. If you believe in the name of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt be saved. Forgive me. I can't remember the other one. But it's in the Bible. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm paraphrasing. And you will be saved. And your household. That's the one I listen to more than anything. Because I ain't asking God to just watch over me. And protect me. But my household. My children. My grandchildren. Up to a thousand and a thousand and a thousand generations ahead and more to be under the care of our Lord and our Savior Jesus and my Father God. Please do what is safe. Don't walk around acting like you're scared of everything in this world because God didn't give us the spirit of fear. Even when I was in these circumstances, I know what real fear was. And that's when I was with my husband at the time, abusing me. Because I didn't know or learn how to trust God 100%. So I'm actually glad those people were not there for me. Because I would not have ever learned how to rely and trust on a God that can save me and protect me from dangers I can see. And the dangers that I can't see. And he'll give me a way out. I learned that with my children. So I'm not going to change it now. I'm praying to God like I said. I'm telling the truth. And I'm telling each and every one of you listening to me. From my own experience. God is real. God exists. God is helping me to do things I've never done before. He's giving me the boldness of a lion. Not to always keep biting and holding my tongue. Because a lot of people that say they're on your side, they really are not on your side. A lot of people that say, oh, I want to see you prosper and you do better. They really do not. Because when they see the results coming in, 
they don't say anything. Some people feel good when they're above you. So they can keep looking down on you. But what would scare them is that God has touched you to move up. And to be above those people that have always put you down. Look down on you. Say you ain't nothing. Ain't gonna never be nothing. Quit listening to what they say. God is the one that knows how our steps will be guided. God is the only one that knows where he wants us to be. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans that are good and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Someone gave me that scripture a long time ago in the year 2006. I put it on the back of my book and I put it inside the book. And then the time I post something on Facebook, I make sure that that scripture is right there. Because, see, I can take God at his word because God is not like man that he should lie. God keeps his word. All he wants us to do is trust. Jesus said, stop doubting and believe. Even police can't come to your rescue quick enough. But God is already watching. And he's waiting on us to totally depend on him. Why wouldn't I do that? To the God that saved me, it wasn't the police. It wasn't the ambulance. It wasn't the doctors. God himself saved me. When I was drowning at 13, I'm sure I mentioned this before, but that's a testimony. Water going in my mouth. I didn't know how to swim. I went too far in the water, too deep, and lost my balance and couldn't get back up. And I guess the swishing of the water made me come back to the surface. And I tried calling the lifeguard. She's looking the other way. When it's her job to look at everybody in that water, in that pool. Came up again, and I looked towards her again. And every time I tried to call her, water went right inside of my mouth. And she wouldn't have been able to hear me anyway because there were too many children in the water splashing, laughing, talking. But guess who did hear me? My mother said, even if you can't open up your mouth to call upon God, God can still hear you. Even when you're talking to him through your mind. I was 13 years old. And in my mind, I said, God, please, please. I can't swim. I'm drowning. Please help me. Please save me. The fear of a child 13 years old. Knowing that her life could have been taken at the age of 13. How is it that all of a sudden, when I called upon God, I'm standing in the middle of the water and it didn't knock me back down? It's in my book, Shirley. God said, when I write that book, make sure the world knows about him. There are circumstances and times in our lives that is unexplainable. Divinely unexplainable. And I remembered walking through the water and I was like, did God really hear me? But you're standing up. You're walking back towards the pavement. Did he really hear me? 
but I was a kid and I wasn't sure. And then later on, and years and years later, and then I meet this man that's going to become my abusive husband. Does God hear me? With every punch? With every choke? With every tear? I'm thinking God left me, wasn't listening to me. But every time he got me out of the house, you know what I did? Prayed and asked him to let me go back home. Really didn't have nowhere to go. Everything in that house, really, I had paid for. Nice home. But what good is it having a nice home with no peace? A good, nice home with beautiful furniture, but you're being hurt. A good, nice home with a man that you feel like you love and... I got personal with people. The sex, good, all of that. But you're still hurting. God had to show me it was not worth that anymore. That everything I lost and gave up, he gave it back. And it was bigger and better than it was what I lost. Keep your eyes and your ears open. Trust God and believe. Anytime you hear me come on here, I've said it numerous times before. I'm not going to come up on podcast and start just talking about anything at random. People are allowed to do that. It's just not me. Sometimes I'm, I'm not even on the phone for quite a while. But don't think I've forgotten my listeners. Don't think I'll, I don't want to give y'all something that's beneficial and that's going to help. I just wait on what God shows me next and what it is he wants me to say next. And I feel like if it's helping me and it saved me, then I should do the podcast and let my listeners know the same thing. My numbers go up and down. When sometimes I have one law person that keeps listening to me, you know who you are. And then I might have two or three and then it goes right back down to one. And thank God now it's at four. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just get off the podcast. It's not enough people. It doesn't matter about how many people there are. It's about whoever one that needs to hear what I have to say. People feel like if you don't have enough numbers, why waste the time? That's like a minister. There's one person in that church that God needs to reach out to. But you forgot that one. You know, like the 99 sheep? Go after that one of that 100 that's lost. When I first did my speech on domestic violence, there were five people in the room. And some of them had to go to class. So now I'm down to three. Was I going to shut it down and say, you know what? I'm not even going to waste my time. There's only three people in here. But out of them three people, one of them probably needed to hear me. I say the same thing about podcast. I want us to be safe. And I want us to do it right. It is too much happening in this world to let our guard down. But don't let it down so much that you be unsafe. But don't be so stiff and worried and, and scared that you don't live. And you don't breathe. And you don't be happy. 
that abundant life God can give us even down here. I told God I don't want to walk around like I'm supposed to be afraid. I told God I don't want to look behind my back and move and stuff when he said he has chariots of fire that can surround me. That he can protect us from diseases and pestilence. Look what he did through Moses. Look what he did through Goliath, Daniel, Ruth, Esther, the Apostle Paul, Jesus himself. Please. I'm praying that you hear what God wants me to say to you. Let your tears flow if you have to. Let God give you the strength to go if you need to.